Greetings, God Minute family. This Advent time, we remember Mary and Joseph, giving thanks for their faithfulness, courage, and obedience. We pray that their example might be a pattern for our lives, that when you whisper to us in our small corner, we might be ready to listen, and having listened, to act. Let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, may your hope stir within me. And my mouth shall declare your praise. Psalm 26, Come Closer Rescue me, Lord, for you are my only hero. Sorrows fill my heart as I feel helpless, mistreated. I feel so alone in the misery. Come closer to me now, Lord, for I need your mercy and love. Turn to me, for my problems seem to be going from bad to worse. Only you can free me from all these troubles. Until you lift this burden, my troubles and trials will be more than I can handle. Will you protect me from their power against me? Let it never be said that I trusted you and you didn't come to my rescue. You are perfection and faithfulness. For you are my hope, and I trust in you as my only protection. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 36 and 37. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Here we are in Advent, friends, making our way to Bethlehem, awaiting the coming of Christ our Savior. And today's reading places us in a specific moment along the journey, the Annunciation, Mary's encounter with Angel Gabriel. We celebrate this great feast in March every year, but it is such an integral part of the miracle of Christmas that it's so fitting to pause at the beginning of our Advent pilgrimage 
and reflect with Mary. Her surprise, her questions, and ultimately, her response. We know the scripture well, right? So the angel appears and greets Mary. Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. And Mary is greatly troubled, right? Mary is surprised. And she pondered what this greeting might mean. But the angel continued, Do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. And then the angel drops the big news. You will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And then the angel continues to describe who the son will be. And Mary questions, how can this be? She understands enough about where babies come from to know that conceiving a child in her womb was impossible if she had never had relations with a man. And the angel responds to her question, providing not only an answer, but reassurance that she's not alone. One of her relatives is also experiencing an impossible possibility. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, for nothing will be impossible for God. I was reflecting on this line for a bit. Nothing will be impossible for God. God makes impossible possibilities. And I was reminded of something our superior, superioress general wrote to the Daughters of Charity a little while back as we were preparing for our annual vows. And I think her words are good advice for all of us who are trying to respond to what God asks us to do, especially when it feels like we're not enough or the needs are far greater than anything we could provide. She wrote, God only asks what is possible because he takes responsibility for what is impossible. Whew, doesn't that help you breathe a little easier? God takes responsibility for what seems impossible to us, for nothing is impossible for God. Phew! Can you imagine if the angel had told Mary, now we need you to bear a son, he will be the son of God and the savior of the world, but you can't conceive him with your soon-to-be husband, Joseph. Okay, now, get on that, Mary. Good luck. No, that's not how God works. But that's how we can seem to work at times, right? I need to figure things out. I need to get this done on my own. It's all up to me and my abilities and what I do. Then, of course, it will be impossible, we have our limits, right? But trusting that God only asks us to do what is possible for us to do, and that through His grace, He takes responsibility for the rest. If it's God's will, God will make it happen. It's our job to cooperate with that grace, to be open to God's invitation, and trust that He will create impossible possibilities especially possibilities we cannot imagine or would never expect. So this Advent, may we, like Mary, welcome God's surprises and trust in the impossible possibilities He creates in our lives.
together. Let us pray the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. God of hope, who brought love into this world, be the love that dwells between us. God of hope, who brought peace into this world, be the peace that dwells between us. God of hope, who brought joy into this world, Be the joy that dwells between us. God of hope, the rock we stand upon, be the center, the focus of our lives, always, and particularly this Advent time. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. May the hope and love of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with you. Amen. Have a beautiful Wednesday, everyone. And if you haven't checked out our website and app, I encourage you all to do so. We have a lot of Advent goodies, including our night prayer, our rosary series, our Minute with Mary videos, and much more. I'll leave links in the show notes. And as always, if you're having any trouble navigating, just reach out to me, Liz at the God Minute, and I will surely help you out. See you tomorrow and stay blessed. Mm -hmm.